Welcome everyone to the third episode of New Brew Podcast, the Christmas New Year's edition. Yup, featuring myself, Osman, and Hassan. What's going on? Yeah, boy, it's a thing we always gotta do. Yup, we always gotta do. You know, it's it's a uh, it's actually it's gonna be a really fun episode because I think a lot of people can uh, relate to what we're gonna talk about. I think Uh I want to go back to 2019, kind of relive those moments uh, where you felt like you grew. And then, yeah. like, we'll, we'll get into it and start talking about 2020 and stuff. But dope, uh, dope. obviously, first, from both of us, a very, very Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrated. Yeah. I hope you had a great time with your families and a lovely time. And, of course, a Happy New Year. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up, man? Start off with you. How you doing? Man, I know a lot of people that um, that I spoke to all over the holidays. They were having a great time. And, you know, I couldn't be happier for them. Uh, but myself, I was so busy. Um, especially because there was just so, so much, uh, so many weddings happening. So we were yeah. always at shoots. Um, but that didn't take away from the fact that everyone else uh, had the time off. So right. I got to see a lot of my friends and family whenever I could. I mean, I spent uh, Christmas at my brother's house, which is great because we uh, we really get time in our you know regular lives to actually spend time with families and mm-hmm. sit down for a full day. So I think that was that was great, and that's why. I love the holidays. Even though I don't personally celebrate Christmas, you know, because well, religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like the holidays and the aspect of how they are in culture, I love it. Everyone's so joyous, everyone's so happy, friendly, uh, and it, and it just comes off. And like just the whole community is just very happy, and I love that. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? Yeah, same here. I, I think it's like the one time where everyone's off, and I, I love it. You get to reconnect with family members, and I know some people might hate it. Like, oh fuck, there's another headache to deal with family again. But you know what? It's a, it's the one time. It's a few times in the year where you get to actually reconnect with your family again and have a good time it's you know it's nice i had a fun time too man yesterday i went to sky zone with my nephew hey yo it was so fun that's the the, what's it called the trampoline the trampoline park park. um that's sick i've always because there's one around the corner from my place here too um i've never been to it but it seems like it's amazing cardio man yeah it's amazing cardio all you need is one hour and you're like drenched in sweat is it just like trampolines or do they have like basketballs uh like poops at the end each they end have too. so the one i went to is the one on um rathburn yeah so the one and there uh they have like a foam pit you can you oh, can jump on the trampoline you jump, in, and jump into in the foam it. pit and now they also have like an obstacle course mm. so you like jump off like monkey bars and stuff it's that's hard a tough, tough. mutter trampoline yeah. edition yeah. that's so <laughs> sick <laughs> that's actually pretty dope i was wanted to try that it's oh. so fun man because i took my uh, in maryland when we went I took my nephews to uh, like it's like a park but they have like the trampolines and stuff they can go into yeah it seemed pretty fun obviously i was just babysitting them but like right that was no sick. it's super fun man. yeah sick sick uh what about the rest of your holidays Yo, man, rest of my holidays have been great, man. I've been stuck at school for some time, so it's good to have like a month-ish off. True, your yeah. exams finished yeah. um, early December? Early December, yeah. That's good. So I had like some time off. Just, bro, like, last kinda, year, bro? Yeah, last year, man. Last semester, actually. Last semester yeah. now. That's the final stretch. Right. Then I'm done. And then you're done. Then I'm done. Then done. 2019 <laughs> was mostly university, or did you get time to like... Yeah, it was mostly university. I had some time though. Like uh, one thing that I really liked that I did in 2019 was um, join kickboxing class. Hey. 
it that's, was that's super sick. it was super amazing man shout out to steve from Ki- effective kickboxing that guy's a real qualified and experienced trainer and he really you know taught me the ropes of like the step-by-step and like how to achieve where you ever wherever you want to be in kickboxing how'd you get into that um because i know you're in the ufc yeah is that what like uh, brought this on that's yeah. what really brought it on and i think it's like something in my personality like anything i like i like doing it myself too oh for i love that i love yeah. that right uh, as opposed to just kind of watching other people do it you want right. to kind of expose yourself and exactly. like immerse yourself into the actual activity which exactly. is great yeah so i started off with like a free trial of course just to get the gist of like how the you know how the trainers are and like i don't know how a kickboxing gym works and just met a few people there it was, it was really cool i made some new friends there and it's it's super fun man i'm assuming it's uh it's a relief as well like oh, taking out sure. your anger not on other people i mean just kind of in the activity yeah. oh for sure man it's it's a huge relief like you have to be so like you have to have your cardio at such a point where you can last like for example like around right around yeah. in in like a in a sparring match you think you can last like oh i can go like three rounds i can i can i've played ball i played ball before i can oh, i can last three rounds it's nothing man About, you realize yeah. how fast you gas out and then you start appreciating fighters more like you know what i mean yeah. you stop talking shit online <laughs> yeah i'm assuming like once you get into this like submission and stuff where you're grappling another person for even like 10 20 seconds that takes a lot of energy oh out it of does you. it's because you're actively counter yeah. counter counteracting like yeah. their body weight it's, it's yeah the gym i went to the kickboxing gym was strictly k1 kickboxing so there wasn't no jiu-jitsu or like wrestling involved right but it was it, it's still the same beast man right right yeah. damn damn that seems fun how long uh when did you start in the year so i started uh i think early on in the year and i and i did it for like about three months the reason i did it for three months and not like a year is because like my school was starting again so i didn't want to be like dedicated to like you know what i mean like i don't want to be conflict of interest and just like choose kickboxing over no, school that. and stuff like that but yeah i definitely want to go back once i graduate in 2020 the same gym and i want to do that for like a handful of years that's, that's my sick. goal that's good do you have like a I guess a five-year long-term plan with this, yeah. or is this something that you just want to stick to as a hobby? Yeah, I have it. I have it uh, in my head. So I want to do it three three true. years of kickboxing and two years of jujitsu. Okay, that's true. my whole master plan. True. So you have some sort of self-defense like mechanism in case right. like new brew goes upside down. Yeah, in case <laughs> you act up, bro. Guys <laughs> talking shit about me on this episode, right, bro? <laughs> How about you, man? How's your twenty nineteen? Oh, twenty nineteen has been. Uh, if I could explain it in one word, it would be existential. Um, Twenty, like uh, all the years preceding twenty nineteen, were, I guess, in a sense, they weren't. Not that they weren't as, I guess, adventurous. Well, they weren't actually, um, but they were mundane in the respect that you know uh, you're working, mm-hmm. you have your select few activities, and then your hobbies, and then you go about your day, and then holidays come around, and it kind of gets into the repetitive process of the, going through the whole year and the seasons. Mm-hmm. This year was different because initial. Uh, so I went on a Euro trip. Um, I went solo backpacking um, through five, six different cities all around Europe. That's crazy. Which was crazy. Um, this was in September, and it was it was eye opening. Initially, it was just supposed to be a trip to Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Istanbul. Um, if you haven't been to Istanbul, man, Istanbul's food, culture, people, everything is amazing. Just it's the best place that I've visited. But anywho, uh, it was supposed to be initially just a trip to Istanbul, but it, uh, I guess, it kind of snowballed into more because 
I found a cheap ticket to Europe, but that flight was landing in Barcelona first. Okay. So going straight to Istanbul ended up being more expensive than if I just flew into Barcelona and then made my way to Istanbul. So I'm like, okay, I'll land in Barcelona. I'll stay there for a few days initially, and then I'll just fly to Istanbul. It'll be cheaper going uh, yeah. from Barcelona to Istanbul. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not just kind of make my way through... Uh, so I ended up in Barcelona, and that whole trip snowballed into like going to from Barcelona. I stayed in a hostel there, met amazing people. Uh, I've never done a hostel, I've never done a solo backpacking tour. I literally had the backpack on my pack on my back that I jumped on the plane with, took yeah. that out, and I traveled uh, all through Europe. Um, went to Barcelona first, then from Barcelona I headed up to Nice uh, in France, uh, which is beautiful. Uh, they got the Pebble Beach, it's not Sand Beach, I believe, as it is on the. Uh, on some parts of the southern France. Right. Um, but, you know, I met amazing people there. I was there in a hostel for two days. Um, from Nice, I went down to Milan, Italy. Milan is amazing. Milan is amazing. It's beautiful. It's the uh, fashion capital of the world. So everyone is dressed to the nines. So uh-huh. me, I got off the plane with my backpack and my, like, Tiro pants and, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shirt. So I'm looking around. Obviously, it was beautiful. Uh, there's so much cultural heritage as well once you get into Italy. Uh, the Duomo, obviously, in Milan. There's, like, these cathedrals and stuff that have been built over generations and generations, which mm-hmm. was amazing. From there, from there, I went to Switzerland. Oh, so that was that was a very interesting. I wasn't expecting to go to Switzerland. That wasn't even in the itinerary. So what happened was I was looking online for um, I was looking online for tours yeah. for around Milan, but I felt like I could do Milan in one day. Yeah. So I found a tour which was a Saint Bernina Express train up to Switzerland, uh, which is I guess eighteen hundred meters above uh, sea level. Yeah. And then a train back down the Swiss Alps. So yeah. there's a train that goes to the Swiss Alps, which is amazing. It's a three-hour three train ride back down with the Swiss Alps. So you get to obviously see the whole mountainous area and the terrain and everything. It's amazing. That's and crazy. So you went everywhere with your backpack? With on. my backpack. I had my, you know, uh, my obviously my clothes in the backpack, my, uh, I guess my toiletries, uh, everything was in that backpack. It's like, a, yeah. my brother gave it to me because he went on a Euro trip like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so I used his, it's a, it's a full-fledged backpack that expands and you can fit everything into it. It's got all these like straps and harnesses to keep on um, and like to counterweight your back so you don't sp- like obviously sprain it while you're walking. Right. Uh, but everything was in that. Wow. From there, Switzerland came down, went to Rome, Italy, Rome, fucking amazing. Oh, Rome man. is beautiful. I want to go, man. Every every corner in Rome has some sort of cultural heritage. Um, but then, obviously, to make this a little quicker, I went from Rome. I feel like I'm missing a city. No, no. From Rome, then I went to Turkey. Turkey's food, of course, is beautiful. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's Turkish food, man. So did you freestyle all of the, like, once you got there, be like, oh, now I want to do this? Yeah, or so did I, didn't, I, I didn't actually, okay, so I planned the locations I was going to go beforehand. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna be in Barcelona. I knew that. Then I was. Then I booked my flight to Nice because mm-hmm. there was no train that was uh, going to Nice. Right. Then from Nice, I booked my train to Milan. From Milan to Rome, and then I booked my flight to Turkey. Okay. So everything apart from that, outside of those, uh, I guess my logistics of getting everywhere. Right. Everything was kind of once I got to the city, I figured it out. Like I met people at the hostel in Barcelona. You know, we went partying. Uh, obviously, Europe 
clubs are like they start popping at 2 a.m so we were partying until like 6 a.m till the sun came up i met them you know these people are strangers to me in the hostel i met this uh firefighter from uk um this actually other guy from who works in cryptocurrency in toronto i met all these guys and it's the first time meeting them and then we create that bond within that one night because everyone is a stranger there. Nobody knows each other. Right. And we ended up watching the, uh, you know, the sunrise on the Mediterranean the first night we were there, which is something that I think you should experience. Yeah. I mean, nobody was talking during that half an hour of the sunrise. Everyone knew that everyone else was there. But it was something just so existential that everyone was experiencing alone at the same time with everyone, with the stranger that they just met. Well, yeah. It was crazy. It was, man, it was something that I, I feel like Everyone should do once in their lifetime, uh, travel alone, what mm-hmm. I mean. It's just because you get to learn so much about yourself. About yourself, right. Because you have so many comforts here. You have so many oh, comforts. Yeah. You have family, you have friends. You can reach out to people uh, right away if something happens. Um, you're barely ever alone. You're barely ever alone, right? So being in a being across the pond, uh, quote-unquote, and having the closest, I guess, comfort would be you know, your phone. And yeah. which is not really helpful other than you telling people yeah. or talking to people. Um, it puts you in a situation where you're like, all right, now I got to kind of figure out how to be myself without anything from my normal life around me. Right. And then it gets you meeting people. It gets you more outgoing. It gets you, um, f- apart from experience and traveling, obviously, that's a great thing. Uh, you get to learn so much about yourself as opposed to learning everything around you at that point. This could also be like the scene of like a horror movie. Was there any like I know you said you lived in a hostel. Was there any point that was hostel? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, not hostel, but everyone was lovely. To be honest, yeah, like everyone was lovely at the hostel. Helpful. All the people that I met in Barca, everywhere were lovely yeah. people. Everyone was helpful. So it was one night, uh, which was the second night we were in Barca. Um, we went on this, um, I guess this club hopping thing where they go like club to club or whatever um so um anyways long story short we went through the clubs at the last club we got to we were just having fun we were just you know dancing there was two levels to it there was the edm basement and then the upper one we're playing like urban hip-hop um reggae etc so that finished and thing is i the guy that i met initially that we were just chilling we're like okay you know if something happens if she hits a fan just keep an eye on each other just in case so um you know if somebody gets lost just make sure you have each other's phone numbers because we're both new to this city never been there before Mm -hmm. so kind of made that arrangement like just keep an eye on each other do your thing but just make sure that you know you check in once in a while so we had somebody there as a comfort where i kind of made that friend which is great but thing is my phone died Uh, that night damn son so my phone died and i turned it back on um and obviously fucking not turning on so i'm like all right i don't know where that guy is because he went out i think he went to the washroom and then he kind of just did his own thing right and i lost him so this was at about 4 30 a.m in the morning um when the clubs are popping and the clubs are, well it's dying out now it's yeah. about five o'clock i'm looking for the guy it's about 5 30 ish give okay. or take by the time where i'm like all right now i gotta head back and the thing is i don't know the streets my phone is dead i don't have a gps i don't really know the maps so i'm obviously i talked to a few people here and there but they don't know exactly where the hostel is mm-hmm. so and i know how to catch a taxi and stuff but mind you it's about 4 30 and our hostel was it wasn't on a main street you kind of had to walk within a few alleys for like about five minutes to get there so i go outside after the club ends um it's about five o'clock and 
I meet these Belgian, uh, I guess, teenage, not teenage, but 20-year-olds, young adults there. And I start talking to them. Um, and very nice people. They let me take their taxi because taxis weren't coming that often at that time of night. Um, so they let me take the taxi. We get back to the area. He's like, I can't take you inside the alleys, obviously. I can drop you off in the main street, and you got to walk the rest of the way, which is about 5 a.m. in the morning, and i got to walk the alleyways alone in Barcelona, Spain, in the middle of the night. Not even middle, like fucking 5 o'clock in the morning. So that was my closest instance to having something hostile happen to me. Yeah. But luckily, nothing happened. So, But that, at that point, because they tell you, don't go alone, just pickpocketers, especially at 5 in the morning, don't be walking around alone. Anything can happen, right? Especially with your bag on you. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't have my bag on me at that time. Okay. I didn't because uh, I left it at the hostel. Um, but it is always even walking around. I mean, Toronto downtown at four a.m. in the morning. Yeah. You you have that kind of uh, awareness that there's not the right type of people are around at five a.m. in the morning. Right. Um, but that was my closest kind of instance to having something hostile happen to me. But luckily, nothing did happen. Yeah. Even though I had to walk five minutes within that alley. Okay. But it was a. But it was the closest that, happened. yeah, and I always had uh, some people around me or the people that I met at the hostels. They were were always kind of in groups or at least in duos. Yeah, um, and everyone knew that you know, it's better to be with. We're a group all of foreigners people. here. Yeah, we're all foreigners here. I mean, some people have been uh, backpacking. Well, this is maybe a second, third, fourth time. Yeah, but um, but like at the hostels, everyone was friendly. There was nobody who was you know, that gave off a weird vibe or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but it was. Uh, I guess that was my closest instance of something happening, right. even though nothing actually did happen. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Nothing happened because that could really go downhill. Like uh, Anissa's friend who lost her passport. <laughs> I- I'm kind of. Uh, she might still be there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Anissa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like long story short, obviously, um, I have I have my whole. Uh, so one one great thing that I told you that I did was I journaled. Uh, yeah. So I chronicled my experience while i was in each city because you you can only trust your memory so much yeah so i wrote down everything mm. from day to day and only the really important things um which helps you kind of realize what's important to you when you're chronicling everything um and the things that are memorable to you yeah so yeah like i have that i think i sent it over to you as well you did but yeah so that was my kind of recollection of 2019 and something that kind yeah. of that's a good habit to like journal everything you like you're doing or did during the day because you often forget it. Yeah, it's the last you time can't you trust your memory. Yeah, you probably have stuff in your journal. Be like, oh yeah, I remember that. If I didn't write it down, I wouldn't remember it. But. You know what the funny thing is? The fact that I did write it down, I don't have to refer back to the journal. The fact that I wrote it down kind of etched it into my memory. Ah, I see. So now I can partially, I can like verbatim like think back to parts of my journal and actually read it through because I wrote them down right yeah. when I remembered them. Yeah. Just like having a dream diary or dream journal people do. Right. Like right when they wake up, they write down exactly what their dream is. And in that instance, they'll never forget it because they jotted it down. Right. That, so I guess it's that same kind that's of... That's a good habit. Yeah. That's a good habit. Have you ever thought about going uh, backpacking or not even backpacking, but solo traveling? I definitely did. I've always wanted to go solo traveling. Um, I had my first instance of it of like... Not necessarily solo traveling, but flying alone. And I think that's what kind of like gave me like the, damn, I should fly alone and get there alone and do my own thing. Yeah. But I was just flying over to New Jersey, but I've always wanted to like fly alone and go on my own trip. It's like, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. You, you got to kind of come out of your shell, right? You do. You have. You're forced to get out of your shell. Otherwise, what are you going to be like crying in your hotel? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think we're way past that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would suggest it. 
I think I, everyone will ask me like how the trip was. I think like your first thing before I even tell you, you need to plan for it. Yeah. Like obviously you have priorities. You know, you have a family. You can't really for do sure. it. But like if you have time, you're a bachelor or you know you're not committed in terms of those type of priorities. Right. Take month out, even a month. Take a month out. Go to a place you love. Don't yeah. throw yourself in the deep end or anything like that. Right. Go to a place where you want to enjoy, learn their culture, mm-hmm. and honestly, throw a sling on a backpack. Go for a week, two weeks, even. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to like Rome and like Rome and You'll like Turkey. It. That was You'll my like my top two. You'll love it. Um, I would suggest going alone. Yeah. I mean, if you're up for that, I think it would be pretty amazing. Right. Food. Mm. Food is amazing. Culture. People are amazing. There's no hostility. Like, people think that traveling alone... What about uh, language barriers? Google. Okay, okay. So, I took a lot of... uh, So, what I did was, when I threw myself into these kind of, uh, I guess, cultural situations, I took a lot of... um, I took a lot of... What's it called? Public transportation. Public transportation? I took okay. a lot of public transportation. I didn't try to do taxis. Yeah. I didn't try to do a thing. I actually jumped on the bus and that's, stuff. That's getting the real feel. Yeah, like, I jumped yeah. on the bus. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to like not spend a lot of money because I'm trying to actually experience what it is to be there. And obviously, buses have better schedules and taxis cost a fucking fortune there. Yeah. Um, and obviously, a lot of places have Uber and shit too now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like France had a great transit system. Actually, they have like trains that run through the city. Which it is goes great. throughout the whole continent, right? Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's amazing. Europe's transit system is amazing. So that's not even something you need to worry about. Mm. So talking to people, attendants, having just that casual conversation. A lot of people don't speak English, right? Yeah. So uh, having conversations, I picked up on a few, like, you know, basic, I guess, phrases and stuff. Because there's right. this app, uh, Lonely Planet, that kind of gives you a rundown of uh, best things to do, eat, see, drink party in specific places and then it'll give you phrases that you should be using if you want to go eat if you want to have conversations just you know simple as thank you you're welcome hi my name is etc and it'll give you translations how much you should be budgeting per day that app is actually amazing yeah. it's called lonely planet, lonely planet. Okay. yeah guides by lonely planet or something like that yeah oh, that's cool that helped me that, yeah. that was that was a really uh big you know Giving you like little tips and hints like people who've been there and like what to check out and what not to check out. Yeah, and it gives you a breakdown of all the cultural, uh, I guess, buildings and like points. Like for example, Colosseum in Rome. It'll give you a rundown of exactly what the historical context of it is. You get to like kind of refresh and learn about it even before you go there. I took a tour so I didn't read it, but so they give you that. But if you're going somewhere where, you know, it's hard to kind of get an understanding of what the historical context of it is or even political, Mm -hmm. you get to read a description of it before or after you visit that place so you can kind of immerse yourself in the in that cultural aspect of that wow, city. Wow, wow, Yeah, and it gives you, and it's actually like written by, I guess, actual writers <laughs> Yeah, on the Lonely Planet. It's not just like, it's not open source, so it's not like anybody writing it. Right, right, right. No, so I think it should be researched. controlled because you don't want like... They're researched. Yeah, the yeah. research people. Yeah, so, yeah that, that's, that's amazing, man, that you were able to do that. Like... Yeah, honestly, it was, like I said, it started from one thing, and it just kind of turned into a month-long trip. And I extended my trip in Turkey as well because I loved it so much. And I still didn't do half of Turkey. Damn, son. Yo, I want to go back. Um, What was the place where it had the best food? Best food? Turkey. Turkey? 100%. Hands down, Turkey. I was expecting it to be Italy. Yeah. Excuse me. Because, well, Italian food is amazing. I love Italian food. Right. Turkey had the best food. What'd you have there? 
so there's the kebabs, obviously. There's the doner, the doner, uh, the shawarmas, the hummus, everything. It's mm-hmm. all Turkish food. And the thing is, uh, Turkish food is very similar to, well, it is Arabic food, but it's different spiced. It's, I guess, for personally, subjectively, it's more seasoned. Yeah. Um, and everything is grilled. It's, ah, everything's grilled. It's amazing. That's cool. That's cool. It's the best food. The flavors, the taste, the, you know, yeah. I guess the seasonings they use is it's just it's amazing. <laughs> I can't can't get over that. Yeah, that's one thing I love I love about traveling. It's like trying out their food, like doing the things that they do. Like you know what I mean? Like doing their practices. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh Italy, the first thing I did, I wake up in the morning, I used to go to a cafe, grab a cappuccino. Hey. And then just sit back, relax, look up what I'm going to do for the rest of the day and then grab my backpack and head out. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then at <laughs> night I'd go to one of the piazzas, which is like a plaza, uh, plaza, sorry. Uh, they have like different uh, they have so many different piazzas is what they call them they're like these little squares uh, uh-huh. and each of them have some sort of historical context to it mm-hmm. um, but like there's like these restaurants where you get to sit outside and eat so that yeah. was my dinners like I used to just go to one of the restaurants in these piazzas and just sit down and have dinner and there the whole public the whole world was there everyone was having a boat damn son and you could see like people from all walks of life because that's like the tourist hub right a lot of uh, a lot of uh, backpackers man a lot yeah. of backpackers you meet a lot of backpackers but yeah apart from that you see everyone from everywhere like i'd strike up conversations with just random people yeah because well like what else are you gonna do right of course <laughs> I, I had my time where i needed kind of the solo part where i learned stuff and then the other parts, most the majority of the day, I want to have a conversation with. Of somebody. course, you have to be social. Yeah, like you can't uh, go there and not be social. No, like, majority of the of... time, ninety percent of the time, I was always talking to somebody. Yeah, um, yeah, you can meet everyone, man. You meet everyone. There's people I met from Australia. There's couples I met from UK. People I met from Canada, from Africa, from Turkey. Just like I think every continent, I met somebody. Wow! 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 That sounds fun. Yeah, and like you. A lot of the people I lost touch with because I didn't connect with them after. Yeah. A lot of some of the people had my Instagram and stuff, so we still keep in touch. But yeah. It, but it, but it was it was. Uh, but honestly, it was it was crazy. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was my 2019 trip. All right, so, you, it was amazing because you got to experience this physical outlet that you wanted to kind of get into, and you have a plan for it. Yeah. Um, and you learn so much from it, not just about you know the art of kickboxing and jiu-jitsu while you're getting into jiu-jitsu after but just not the art and you have a plan for that but apart from that in 2020 in 2019 i want to go back to your music yeah what was your most proudest release the most proudest release has to be like the end like i'm the man to be honest yeah that was a dope track i like that i like how you experimented with that though yeah that's I what I liked that. about it too and like how dope it came out like I didn't want to be doing the same shit over and over again I wanted to try something different so I like dabble with like trap style art and like it came out really well shout out to Munib who actually shot the cover for it yeah, yeah. that was a dope cover yeah shout out to him but yeah I really liked that track because like I kind of stepped outside of my comfort zone for that and that's what I want to keep continue to do like you want to experiment more in terms of crossovers more. crossovers yeah that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, you had any planned music for 2020? Right, hold is, on, hold on, hold on. I, I want to get in there. Yeah. I want to ask you about what you have planned for 2020. And then we'll get into the music of 2020. Like okay. things that you want to do, things that you... I don't want to say resolutions. 
but resolutions. <laughs> and then kind of instead of a vision board, like what's your audio board for 2020? Right. All right. So my audio board for 2020 is first, I'm going to graduate from my uh, four-year electrical engineering program. Hard work pays off, man. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah man. You will. I'll graduate within, uh, I think, May. May is my graduation date. So I'll be graduating. And then so I can kind of have all this free time, not free time, well, I have to kind of look for a job. <laughs> I have all this free time to kind of like do what I want to do now. Like yeah. I kind of like do what I want to do. And so that's the first quarter, like I, I want to be graduating. And I think for the rest of it, I want to go back into kickboxing. And I think kickboxing, like it's an art, man. Like it, just like like martial arts. The reason it's, has arts at the end is because it's like it's it opens you up to like kind of do your own thing and that's kind of helped me with my music as well like even 2019 like when i was dabbling into martial arts like it it opens you up man it opens you up because not only like physical like like exercise like makes your blood go into your brain right yeah but also like it opens you up because you can kind of add your own renditions to everything so that's how it kind of relates to music as well and I want to be doing that also making music as well. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, so uh, you said you said it was an art. Now, how has it built you personally uh, in terms of improving you as a person as opposed yeah. to, you know, getting that, I guess, what do you call it? Um, I guess that, I guess, sequence down of learning something and building you as a person. But apart from that, how has it developed you? Uh, more specifically, you said it developed your music as well, right? Yeah. Like, what do you, what was it specifically that helped you uh, develop your music in that sense? Just, like, not knowing how to do something and just chipping away, chipping away and just learning it step by step until you get, like, become a master at it. Yeah, it's like a plus one on your skill upgrade. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it is exactly like that. Because you went into it not knowing how to do this, for example, a roundhouse kick. Then you keep doing it, hit, keep on hitting the heavy bag and like sparring with people and then they show you how to like throw the roundhouse at the right time. Then you got it down pat. You're like, damn, I came here not knowing anything about throwing a roundhouse kick. And now, now I'm, I'm leaving here with like knowing how to throw it perfectly. Chuck you know Norris I mean? ain't got shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've only done like three months of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that aspect of it. It's That's like dope. Not knowing how to do something and just learning. That was the same mean? thing when I started learning how to ride motorcycle. Yeah. It was like a skill upgrade. Yeah. It just develops you. It develops your skill, man. It's crazy. I like that whole, it, it's still, it's such a, like an adrenaline, adrenaline rush experience because you think you know it all, like, oh, if I get into a fight, I'll just do this. But once you get into, a, like, a ring with one of these guys that, that are in the it's kickboxing gym... It's a completely gym, different oh situation. Oh, my God. They'll work you, man. They'll work you until the point, like, you have to keep your hands up. You have to do certain things. You have to bob your head when yeah. punches are coming through. Yeah. That's so. That's and, dope. And that's kind of helped me with music because, like, I dabbled into this, like, trap-style art and I, did, I never did before. And, like, it was kind of a skill upgrade as well yeah. because... I've never done this before, but I learned. I exactly. Learned, you know what I mean, exactly. Now that's great because you, you start experimenting with it, and the only way you're gonna kind of get over that hump is doing it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's dope. That's sick. Um, has it gotten to a point where you're sparring with somebody and it gets over the line? Yeah, yeah. You just uh, one, one or two times where it's like it's gotten over the line with someone is like they're going too hard. It's yeah. like, yo, chill out, man. <laughs> uh, 
in those instances, I, I just like tell them like, "Yo, it's chill out." I'm like new here, like yeah. you don't need to go all out. They kind of <laughs> yes. understand. No one's a dick there. No, nobody's gonna be like, "Nah, fuck this." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one's a dick there. They'll it's understand. not my fault. Yeah. You got a glass jaw. <laughs> <laughs> nah, those people don't last. Anyone who has no, like, an and I'm pretty attitude. sure your uh, instructor there or the yeah. teacher, he's probably gonna put a stop to that as for well. sure. Yeah, sure. he recognizes any any activity like that. Yeah, yeah. man. Jeez, that's was very interesting. Um. I've I've never taken um you know any sort of physical arts like that yeah uh but I've always been intrigued uh especially with boxing I did a little bit of boxing for like a, a few months back in high school yeah uh and I've I've always wanted to get back into that yeah it's it's friggin' it's amazing man just to like that that sense of like oh shit now I, now I have building blocks I have combos in my back pocket to use this at any time not like use it at any time but like you get in the situation I'm pretty sure you're gonna be <laughs> you wait until this podcast goes belly up bro <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's no but it's all it's always good because you can always be caught in a situation where you need to act on those impulses oh 100% man bro like in our last podcast we mentioned right like yeah. me getting uh, robbed at gunpoint right Obviously, you're not going to do that when you're up to gunpoint, but you can get to a situation which is a little less, I guess, intense as that, yeah. where somebody's trying to rob you. He doesn't have a weapon, or he, you think he doesn't have a weapon, or you get into an altercation where the person's not backing down. Yeah. You need to be able to defend yourself you or the person that you're man. with. For sure. You need self-defense. I think that's super important, especially if you have kids or, like, anyone, like, any of your friends as well. Like, I yeah, think man. it's super important to, like, not only avoid bullying, but to... To recognize when bullying is happening and learning yeah. how to defuse it. Yeah, exactly. Put Martial arts isn't attacking someone. It's no. more so about defending. Yeah, and yeah. and like you said, it's more about controlling the situation as well. Because yeah. the world's a shitty place at times, right. and people will all, more than likely, if they have an intention to do wrong to you, they will yeah. act on that. So yeah. in order to, and sometimes physical is how you need to put control uh, control yeah. things and put an end to it you do so i think having that in your back pocket or at least having those skill sets like you're doing is is is, is a very good thing to for do for sure yeah and i think jujitsu is like brazilian jujitsu is more so like about controlling situations when they arise because 90 percent of fights end up on the ground so you got to know how to control yourself on the ground once it gets there so i think like once i do brazilian jujitsu i'll obviously be more knowledgeable about what i'm talking about mm-hmm. but but what I do know is, like, most fights end up on the ground. Mm-hmm. What are I you going to do when you get there? You mentioned uh, you might have a special guest coming in that's more versed in the martial arts. Yeah. So we'll have a lot of questions. Oh, for you. I'll have so many questions. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people have actually been asking us about 2020 and uh, what we have planned for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think um, not letting anything out of the like, cat out of the hat or anything, we're going to let we're gonna let them know we have a few special guests coming in who are prominent people yeah. uh, as for some very interesting people especially the person in that martial arts uh, right. hopefully we can get him hopefully hopefully yeah. we can get him uh, we're still on the tipping point of uh, converting him to get to come here mm-hmm. but yeah I think I think yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun yeah I think 2020 will be like an amazing year man what's the first thing you want to accomplish in 2020 first thing let's I talk about music let's talk uh, about music do you have any releases set oh that uh Soul Session thing was dope. Yeah. Got a lot of great feedback, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You got one coming out, too. Yeah, I got one coming out soon, too. I got one coming out soon, too. Um, In the new year, we'll we'll wait for that. Yeah, Yeah, I got a lot of response, man. My my Soul Session. And I, I I think I know why. It's like, rather than releasing an audio, 
on mm-hmm. Instagram where it's like a video and picture format that people are more like more responsive to. Yeah, people are visual, visual creatures, yeah. right? And I think that that just that goes back into music videos will always make like personally yeah. I think okay when I'm watching a music video and the music video is well done, mm-hmm. I always like the song so much better. Yeah. But uh, that's just it's personal. It's uh, I, that's how it responds to it. Uh, is if I if I listen to something and I'm like, oh, you know, the song was alright. Maybe something wasn't vibing with it. But when I watch the music video and it's well done, it has to be well done. Um, the song just becomes so much better. That's so true. That is so true, man. And I think like videographers don't get enough credit for that reason. It's like especially if they're controlling the narrative, if they're controlling the creative aspect to it. Like bro, they're 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 making your song pretty much. Yeah, there goes so much goes on the back end of videography, and that's another story yeah. for another day. But then I mean, there's so much like post production is uh, is another yeah. beast in itself. Yeah. yeah. But um, okay, so new music coming out other than the one you released. New music coming out. Uh so this is my thing. I don't really plan music. I really try to like, if I hit a gust of inspiration, I'll write at that moment, and I'll like record and release it the next day <laughs> like you think that's a good and a bad thing because i think it's a good thing because you're like all right you can make so much good music because you got yeah. inspiration but i think it's a bad thing because you're like you have no kind of prior plan <laughs> yeah it's a bad thing only if you start slacking on it. you start lying to yourself be like oh i'll hit when i hit that gust of inspiration i'll start writing but like what you should be doing is forcing yourself to write every time forcing yourself to get in the habit of writing mm-hmm. to express your thoughts on the paper and then once you get to get to that point then you can kind of like gauge as to what will work what is a good song what like is it could be translated into a good song or good music good project you know what i mean and like that's how i've been working it's been working so far (laughs) yeah the soul session thing was like what i wrote like a week prior to that yeah you came in that's the first time you actually did a live take of it yeah and we just released it boom yeah it's done it works for me. I mean, some people, you know, some I mean? people need that time to kind of develop they need deadlines, the song right? And, yeah. Oh yeah, deadlines for sure. Yeah, you need to kind of set deadlines for yourself too. Otherwise, you won't release anything. No, for sure. You need to be okay. I need to kind of yeah conclude this by this time. Exactly. Yeah. I get How that. about yourself? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Music wise, or just in general? Let's start with goals. Goals. So <sighs> make more money. Hey, that's always get a good moolah, get baby. That moolah. <laughs> no, for sure. I think um, I think making money is kind of an implicit thing for every. Well, not for everyone, but just being more comfortable. Not even yeah. like making millions of dollars or billions of dollars. I mean, that's just like a lot of far fetched goals. But I think yeah. being comfortable financially is a very very crucial thing for people mm-hmm. because it, it leads to happiness. Money doesn't make you happy, but money can get things for you that can make you happy. Have yeah. no credit, have no debt, have a nice place, a nice roof over your head. Those right. things can make you happy. So that so that's one thing. Um, I want to travel more. Yeah. We were planning a Japan trip with one of my other friends. Uh, I want to see Japan. I've, hey. I stopped over in Tokyo for a bit on the way to Singapore the year before that. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, I mean, the people were nice there. The airport was beautiful, but I do want to stop over. I heard the food and culture is amazing in Japan, so that's one thing I want to do. Damn. Um, yeah, traveling is big on like I'm big on traveling. I just like I, I think I, I need tell. to. <laughs> I think I need to change my uh, surroundings um, ever so often uh, because I, I think you become. You become complacent. too become complacent. You become too stagnant with growth if you don't experience different situations, different environments. Yeah. Um, that music-wise, I got a few releases lined up already. Okay. I got two releases lined up already for January: RSVP and uh, Light Show. They're a little different from what I usually have done. 
I heard both, by the way. They're fucking dope. Hey, They're respect, killers. Matter of respect. Uh, they're, one is more trap soul. The other one is, uh, you know, neo R&B. Yeah. Uh, kind of crossover with hip-hop. Um, they're not like the old, like the R&B that i done in the past not with the Enough not and all. all those other uh, records. Yeah. So this is something that uh, I kind of got into uh, as an experimentation. And mm-hmm. I think the songs came out, The some of the takes or some of the songs that I did prior to con- making these came out really well. So these two tracks I have coming up, hopefully we'll shoot a video to them sooner, sooner or later as well. Yeah. And then get those tracks out. Hey. And then I got um, and then there's so much in the vault right now that I'm writing and recording as well. So hopefully we'll hopefully, see. Hopefully, man. Uh I think I want to drop a lot of a lot of singles this year as opposed to a project. I want to kind of build that um I want to build that catalog likewise. Yeah. And I then, think that's important, yeah. Project is is not only like project is a good idea. It's it's dope to release a project, but I think consumer behavior like seeing how like people it's react singles, to singles, man. Yeah, singles. It's singles. Like Russ, he said it. Yeah, he's he released a single every Friday. Genius. Yeah, genius. His quantity. And it's not that he didn't have a quality there. He was able to keep up with his quality while yeah. releasing that much. It's just consumer behavior, like you said. Exactly. People are listening to more things, and there's a lot more turnover. Yeah. Every Friday, you get a whole horde of different soundtracks that yeah, are coming exactly. out. Like yeah, I'll stop listening to a song I just put on my playlist a week, two weeks ago, and it's not even because. I'm doing it on purpose it's just there's a saturation of music in the market right and I compare it to like it's kind of like boxing in a way because like a whole project is like one haymaker it's like a hit or miss like you gotta hit that haymaker a single every week is like a jab 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 every single week you're releasing something and then those accumulate into like damage (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) damaging the industry (laughs) but yeah no I agree I agree I completely agree if you release a project you'll see like the last song has the least views on it but yeah like like you said it's a haymaker right right. Uh, if you start off a week on your album nobody's gonna listen to the rest of your album exactly and even if you do start off strong your second song not as strong people aren't gonna listen to the rest of the album right so you're kind of either you your album is from first song to your 10th or 12th or 20th song is like dope all the way through uh which you know if you have a following people will love that yeah but like how many people are sitting around listening to albums nowadays yeah no one which is which is eh. i, I mean, used to i listen to albums uh, i listen to albums cover too. to cover yeah same but consumer behavior has changed so yeah you gotta adapt get with the times you gotta to adapt to right? die yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. so is that what you're planning singles the singles left and right yeah I got I got a few singles coming out. Um, another thing uh, I think I spoke to you yesterday about is I met this uh, I met this individual last night who can uh, kind of help us start our initiative. Yeah. That um, that I was talking to you about and something we have to have a conversation about is um, catering something to younger generation South Asian gen- uh, children who are kind of segmenting their way into gangs drugs um and everything extracurricular that's negative we want to stray them away from them have them have an outlet yeah for creating music mm-hmm. or arts or any of that in that sense and giving them a institution or an outlet to be able to use their time and come there and learn as opposed to getting into gangs and drugs yeah. so that's something that we have to have a conversation about still sure. we have uh, i have somebody that i'm talking to uh-huh. but i think that'll be a great thing for a lot of children uh, south asian children nowadays who've always seen arts as taboo in their family yeah so definitely man i'm super down for that yeah. you know that I'm, I'm super down for the cause you know what i mean for sure 
for sure i yeah. think uh i think we can wrap up this episode now yeah all right it's been a third christmas episode of new brew podcast a very merry episode a very merry episode <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you for listening guys peace out take it easy